Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. step of the way saying that my faith is unsound telling me be careful what you say but I believe that I receive my help that prayer of faith was prayed for me I believe that when I heard amen that to me resounded victory. I am healed. I am healed. I am whole. I am whole. From the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. First Peter 2.24 says we were. And if we were, then I am. I am healed. I hold fast to that which I confess Satan's sin and sickness has to flee Cause I'm tired of being sick and tired Of wicked powers and principalities Praise God for Jesus and the cross Of His completed work at Calvary And because He paid the total cost I can sing a song of victory I am healed I am whole From the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes First Peter 2.24 says we were, and if we were, then I am. I am healed, I am whole, from the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. I am healed, I am whole, from the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. Isaiah 53, 5 says we are, and if we are, then I am. I am healed, I am whole, from the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. From the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. Is that your confession today? Well, I trust that you sung along with that song. I'm healed, I'm whole from the top of my head 
to the soles, to the tip of my toes. You know, one of the strongest scriptures in connection with healing is Romans 8:11. Here it is. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ Jesus from the dead shall give life also to your mortal bodies through his spirit that dwelleth in you. Now again, this is physical healing. This is the Holy Spirit taking the life of God, making it efficacious in our physical bodies, making it health and strength and life to us. Now this same Holy Spirit who raised the dead body of Jesus is now working in our bodies, making them perfect, sickless, and sinless. Praise God. We plead the blood of Jesus over our spirit, our soul, our body. It's working. It's purging in all of our being, the wonderful blood of Jesus, purging us from all that the enemy would try to bring. First John 3 and 8, we read, He that doeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. To this end was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus did his part of destroying the works of the devil. The Bible says he has done all things well. Jesus, after he left the earth, sent the Holy Spirit and gave us the use of his own wonderful healing name, this wonderful revelation, the New Testament, that we, <coughs> excuse me, his representatives here on the earth might go on to destroy the works of the devil. The sin, the sickness, and the diseases that are in the church today are there because of us not taking our places in Christ. Will the real believer please stand up? They are prevalent in the church today because we've never been exercised to do the work that Jesus said we were to do. Do you think he would have given us John 14, 12, uh, then 13 and 14, all three of those verses, John 14, verses 12, 13, and 14, if we were not to use it? Verily, verily, I say unto you that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go to the Father. Now, he meant that we, as believers, new create, creations in Christ Jesus, should do greater works than he did, because there are a greater number of us. Our work is that of destroying the works of the adversary. The weapon we are to use is found in the 13th and 14th verses. Here it goes. You ready for the weapon? And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that's the wonderful name of Jesus, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, that will I do. And that word ask means demand. His name is to be used in the sense that we see it used in Acts 3 by Peter who spoke to the impotent man at the gate of the temple saying to this man in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth walk. Now this is not prayer exactly. This is a command of faith. This is casting out demons in that name. There is healing for the sick in the wonderful healing name of Jesus. Let's all say Jesus, Jesus. There is power to break disease and sickness in the hearts and lives of men in that name, for yourself, for your spouse, for family members, for your mom, for your dad. Can that name of Jesus keep us from sickness? Can it keep us from want? Can it keep us from poverty, fear, and the dread of hunger or cold? Can that name be used just as Jesus suggested in Mark sixteen eighteen? This is what he said, and these signs shall accompany them that believe in my name shall they cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. 
They shall take up serpents, that's all in the name of Jesus, and if they drink any deadly thing in the name of Jesus, it shall in no wise hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now, we're not talking about tempting God. We just mean we drank something that we didn't know what was and, and it, and it, and it was, wasn't right for us. Praise God. We're protected and covered by the blood and the name and the word. You know, the early church was dependent, uh, upon the name and because of that, they were independent of circumstances. Now, of course, we don't mean the whole church. We mean the apostles and those who got in the word and understood fully the use of the name of Jesus. Men could be sick then by breaking fellowship and because of lack of knowledge, just as they can be today. What is it? Lack of fellowship and or breaking fellowship and lack of knowledge. Uh, the, the earlier church, that is the Gentile portion of it, had never had any revelation from God. It was really raw material to them. The Jews were in worse condition. They were covenant breakers as the modern church is today. The most difficult to deal with today are the most religious people. Those old religious spirits hang around in the traditions of men. Uh, if there was sickness in the early church, it was to be expected because they had no precedent, no examples ahead of them. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And my friend, we are the instruments of Jesus today. His instruments to do his work. We are to destroy sickness in the church. Uh, our new slogan is, no more sickness in the body of Christ. No more sickness in the body of Christ. No more sickness in the body of Christ. You know, we need to say that over and over until uh, our minds are renewed to this idea because this is what God has purchased through the blood and through the life of, that Jesus gave for us. He gave his life for us. He became sick that we might be made well. No more sickness in the body of Christ. No more sickness in the body of Christ. That would be a great thing for believers, you and I, to, to say every day, no more sickness in the body of Christ. His word is to become a reality in the lives of men. The fact that he bore our sins, that means he carried them on himself. He put sin away by the sacrifice of himself, his very self, and that he made provision for the remission of all that we've ever done or said, that means wipe it out completely away, forgotten. If this proves that we should not be sick or in bondage to sin, that's what First Peter 2.24 is really meaning, who his own self bear our sins and his own body on tree, that we, being dead to sins, now that, see, this marks us as being the people who are saved. See, the people who are saved are dead to sins. That we, being dead to sins, should live under righteousness. Now, that just simply means, of course, in the legal sense, we are righteous. But we're talking about the vital sense of walking out here in the hours and the moments of the day today. But it says that as far as God's concerned, we should be living out, walking out righteousness. That means righteousness in the physical realm as well as certainly in the, in, in the legal realm of what Jesus has already done for us. Well, let's take our place. Let's arise. Let's go out, carry this message of deliverance and victory to others as we confess the word over ourselves. Disease is defeated by your confession of the word. Disease, it gains power when you confess the testimony of your senses. Satan is whipped by words, and yet we are healed with the words of God. Make your lips do their duty today. Fill them with his word. He sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our destructions. I am healed, I am whole from the top of my head to the soles to the tip of my toes. Say it. It is written. That they I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my music CD, Songs of Healing. 
At the start of today's program, I mentioned that the Lord spoke to me and told me some things. I'm referring to a prophecy that was spoken over me many years ago, just before I began to write songs with a new anointing. The first thing that the Lord said during that prophecy is that through the music and singing, people would be healed in their bodies. Since then, I've received testimony after testimony of people whose bodies were healed while listening to this music. The David Ingalls Songs of Healing CD is a compilation of 18 different songs which I selected from my various recordings and which are designed to build your faith for healing in your body. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at the same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let your voice come. 